Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Reichert, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good coffee club morning to you. We are originating from one southwest Florida, Naples, to be more precise, where it's very, very, very warm. Hey, we got some surprises on the coffee club for you today, and I'll introduce them in just a few minutes here. So we will get to those. So hold tight, guys. Um, we're going to pull a, a little retro show right out of our hat today. But Jeff's going to be gone today. So, you know, we got to do a lot of extra talking. Jeff takes up a great deal of talking. And trust me, I told him that too. So <laughs> it's all a joke. So he knows that he talks, 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 talks. But anyway, I've had a very good week, except for last night. Uh, I had to cut my medicine in two and because I'm getting low on it, and it takes the drugstore a while or the doctor's office or whatever to get it filled if they do, and then you've got to 
and mess around with that. But other than that, cooked a went to our pressure cooker yesterday and cooked a beef roast after doing some work and it came out okay. It was one of my worst beef roasts because the potatoes and carrots didn't get as tender as I like and I cooked it. Well, I had to get Ira to help me. I just cooked it manually but because we couldn't get this thing back up online but maybe that's today's project. And I don't know of too much other. We keep having legend-related problems that I've got to go fix or get fixed. So there's always something, but I'm not complaining. I'm just glad we're still on the air and we can broadcast and do the things that we need to do. But we finally got the recorder thing all fixed, and now all the podcasts are caught up. So anybody that likes podcasts can catch up on those. So, Jennifer, I'll turn it over to you. Well, good morning, everyone. It's going to be a long day today. We were up at 3.30, and so I figured I might as well do something productive if I had to be up that early and not go to sleep. So I got a load of laundry done and put away before breakfast this morning. So I guess that was something, and I... I want to give a shout out to all the people that come to Book Talk. We keep getting new people every week, and it's fun, and we always have a good discussion. And if you haven't come to join us, come and join us on Tuesday evening at 5 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, it's really getting a lot of different people. We had some new people from Missouri and other places yesterday, and we're getting people from coast to coast and that's really the purpose of it so that's a good thing and we're just glad that that is doing so well the show before it mm, not so much but the show after it book talk is doing is doing pretty good so we we can't complain about that at all anything else going on with you jennifer Oh, no, we're just just cruising along, I guess. We've decided we didn't want the popcorn machine. That was last week's adventure, so that that's enough to top me into microwave popcorn after that. But So we'll see what the next adventure is. Yeah, and so we got a new one coming today, so we'll see. Um, I've been kind of over kind of 0 for 2 on things today um, I bought that popcorn popper and then I bought a one of those pillow speakers for my um, my hymns player and it doesn't seem to work so well I don't know if I'm not getting enough power out of it or if I put the batteries in wrong I usually put the you know that flat in against the springs and that's how I thought you put triple A's in but it doesn't seem to really work so well works a little better in Jenny's than mine if I'm going to have to call them and say hey but 
It doesn't work. You couldn't use it in mine either. Unless you have to go into the player and change settings, you, there's no way you could use that as a pillow speaker because I could barely hear it with my hearing aid on. So, that's a little small aggravation, but the unit's been giving me hours and hours of enjoyment while I'm working. I really love the podcast ability. I love the ability to listen to Sirius XM, tune in, and all of their stuff, and the podcast, and even their player, you know, um, the ACB, what is that, ACB community, and all of that good stuff. I just love it. It's really, really, really good. Well, you know, I've held off long enough, so... Let's go ahead and bring on someone who hadn't been on in a while because they wanted to come in and help me get people in and out. But uh, you hear her every week on the recipes, but you're actually going to hear her in person today. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, and we have Dave here as well. Well, we were trying to forget him. And That's not nice. <laughs> yeah. And when when Tim heard us when he came on before the show, he said, "Who let them in?" <laughs> yeah, but David. But no, we we didn't go this morning because, well, a couple of reasons. Um, what kind of the program didn't having? look that great, and they were having something we didn't like for lunch. And Jeff wasn't going to be here, so we figured maybe we could. Uh, be helpful in some way. What was the name of the food you didn't like today? Haluska. Haluska doesn't even sound good, does it? <laughs> doesn't even sound good. Oh, we got to give Dave a hard time. If I didn't give him a hard time, he'd think I was mad at him. That's all right, because when you're picking on me, you're leaving somebody else alone. That's that? exactly right. <laughs> so, you know, but we're all here, as they say, but let's also bring on uh, I'm getting these crazy messages in my headphone. Let's also bring on Radio Tim. Well, good morning, everyone. Things are going eh, pretty good around here. It's uh, pretty warm, but that's all right. It, it's supposed to cool off later. I'm sure by winter we'll be wishing for it. But uh, anyway, and all ready for my countdown from 1976 tomorrow night. And we're looking forward to that. Are you still unmad at me or over this e-box thing, the request line not working so well? Well, it's, it's still not working, but we'll hopefully... The voice will straighten things out or whatever soon. Right. Um, it's one of those things where you have to call them because you can't really... Their website's not designed to let you do the checkboxes and the things that you need to do. So you have to get a obscure browser like Internet Explorer to use or something really strange 
to make it work. But I pay them enough money per month, and they'll just have to do it. So we're trying to get that fixed, and we should have that fixed pretty quick. So we're trying to get it fixed and don't know why. Otherwise, things are going pretty good. Um, Lots of, uh, well... I don't know. It's it seems like there's been more than enough uh, <laughs> of our drought here. We uh, we haven't had really any rain all summer. Uh, just like probably an inch or so. You'll make up for it in snow. Yeah, they probably will. We sure did last year. We had ninety inches. Right. I think you'll make up for it. So, so what's the big idea, Tim? Your twins beat the stuffings of the Reds yesterday. Yeah. Well, the Reds did a pretty good number on the twins on Monday. Right. Um, and one of our prime players got injured yet last night. Uh, Royce Lewis. He's the guy that's hit five grand slams this year. Mm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Not the one you want to get hurt. No. Well, you know, the Reds have really cleaned up from the Twins. They've made a couple trades over the past few years. And so some of the Twins are on the Reds. Yeah. And yeah, I know. Guys have done real well, like Spencer Steer and what's the guy's name? CES or Andy? Well, you know, so. I was going to say today's game is at um, one o'clock. I guess it is Eastern time. Yeah, twelve o'clock your time. So, yeah. Do you think we should preempt your show so we could carry the game on the legend? <laughs> do that <laughs> if they'd let us do uh, it which, uh, which announcer do you like uh, Corey or uh, well you can uh, have both I, how about having both okay <laughs> I can't remember who does the Reds yeah uh, Tommy Thrall so oh, yeah. uh, what are yeah. we doing are we smoking something this morning or what <laughs> yeah I say you need to get your request box fixed so um, well, hopefully. Hopefully, maybe after the show. After I get my prescription problem straightened out, maybe I can get it get it all fixed. It's It just aggravates me. You have to call a company that's something you ought to be able to do yourself. But yeah. they haven't changed their website in 20 years. So the likelihood that it's going to happen is not real good. So, All right. we'll just have to see about that. Well, we better take it over to Ed. Ed's standing by, and I'm sure Ed's got a few things to say. Good morning, everybody. Um, I guess I can just start off by saying we had a pretty good week. Our, our anniversary was on Sunday. So, uh, Kathy decided she wanted Chinese, and so we went to a Chinese buffet but we went on Saturday because the hours on Sunday are really, you know, kind of interesting. So uh, we went out Saturday, and then Sunday we just spent the day together. Um, and here's the story I was going to tell you. Um, we had another house guest, and, and this house guest 
was unwanted. Uh, I don't know what it was. It was in our walls. And it sounded, you know, not, well, when I say huge, it just, it sounded bigger than a mouse. And I would say maybe a squirrel or maybe even something bigger, a raccoon, or I don't know what it was. Uh, so I, I thought, well, see, what can we do about it? So I started doing some research. And I discovered these ultrasonic pest control things. And so I started checking out the different brands. I found a brand on Amazon. And so I bought an eight pack because we got a pretty decent sized house. So I, um, I put two in the basement because our basement's a full basement and there's cement walls. So I put two in the basement, put one in the living room, one in the kitchen, one in the dining room, and one for each bedroom. And the pest is gone. I don't know if it left on its own or what, but and I thought, well, I wonder if these things really do work. So yesterday I was outside and I was coming in. And two flies decided they wanted to shove their way through the door, too, while it was open. Well, they got in partway through the living room, or the um, when you come in the front door, it's our dining room, actually. Uh, and all of a sudden, they just did a beeline and turned and zipped right back out the door. They must not have liked those ultrasonic waves or whatever that thing produces. But um, they're quiet. You don't hear them. They do have, like, a little blue nightlight that puts out just enough light to see you know, if you, know, you want to go somewhere without tripping over something or whatever. But uh, we'll see you know, maybe like next year or even later on because sometimes mice like to get in the house. But um, you know, right now they seem to be working. So we'll see what happens when you know, like next year when the bugs really come back out again. So what brand are they? Um, oh boy, let me think. Uh, bug, bug fix or something like, I think that's the uh, brand name of them. It's an eight pack and it got five stars. I mean, everybody that reviewed it, you know, said that it worked and, you know, as long as you, um, plug them in correctly and they, they, they prevent like flies, mosquitoes, gnats, fleas, mice, uh, rats, um, what was the other one? There, I mean, there's a whole list of them. Basically, all all the insects and like pests, like rats and mice and moles, and of course, you can't have hamsters or gerbils as pets if you you know get those because it would you know drive the kind of rodent thing. So, what about yeah. dogs or cats? Does it bother them? Dogs or cats, it does not affect. Um, in fact, the one guy I was watching video on it, and he had his cat, and it was right up next to it. You know, he plugged it in, and the cat was right there, and it didn't affect the cat. Dude, I was hoping it'd drive the dog crazy. I was going to get a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, does, it doesn't affect dogs or cats, but it will affect insects and rodents. Too bad. So, I think Jenny any... was going to order about 40 of them. Yeah, really. <laughs> Well, I, I always tease the wife. I'll say, well, they work, but they don't. And she'd say, what do you mean? I'd say, well, it does prevent all the pests from coming in. I said, but there's still one here in the house that hasn't left yet. And she'd say, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so, <laughs> but 
that they seem to work but you know, like, like i said we'll see what happens when we start really getting insects in or little rodents or whatever but um like i said we i just strategically placed them throughout the house and that they seem to work We'll have to go check those out. And, Ed, before you go, before we start to the live phones here, how many years have you guys been married? Uh, two. Two years? Yeah. Oh, two there years. you go. Yeah. Um, in fact, we got married uh, outside. It was, um, we kind of took a, we, we kind of took a chance because, you know, September could be so fickle. And it wound up being a, a really nice evening, and you know my family and then her family and friends showed up, and so it, it was it was a nice little ceremony. I didn't know I was going to become a bride, but uh, our minister that resided over our wedding asked me if I was willing, you know, asked me about being a bride or something like that, and then he kind of caught himself. It's like, ah, okay, I see. But it was a good wedding. It was, you know, nice and outside. The weather was perfect and went back to my brother's house for a reception. And, you know, we had uh, stuff to eat and a delicious punch. So it turned out good. there you go. There you go. And that's good that you had that experience. I remember when Jenny and I got married many years ago. I don't know. In 2002, I guess it was, they said it would never last, and I think we're in our 21st year. So they either know something I don't know, or I don't know. But, well, you're stubborn like me and like to prove people wrong. And yeah. make it. <laughs> so I'm stubborn. Go ahead. I guess we'll go to the phone, and Ed, you just... Just do like you always do here. Keep right on jumping in. And I'm going to introduce our topic. This doesn't mean that you can't comment on what you're doing here. But our topic for the day is if you've ever been diagnosed with type 1 or type 2 diabetes, how do you deal with it? How do you cope with it? Was it a shock to you when you found out? And do you ignore it? Do you just take the medicine and just hope for the best? Or do you actively try to keep your blood sugar down? We'll talk about that today. A little bit of a health concern here on the coffee club. What do you do if you've been diagnosed with type 1 or type 2 diabetes? All right. I think Julie is our first hand up. So we need to. Let me see if I can get to her. I just asked her to unmute. Oh, thank you, Chris. So, Julie, you're number one today. There, okay, now it's okay. There can you, you go, Julie. Yes, we can. Okay, good, because I was waiting for it to ask me to unmute, and then I saw that I could unmute myself, and then it then it asked me to unmute. So, um, well, 
I guess I'd want to ask Ed, does it do anything for cockroaches? Yes, that's the other one I was trying to think of. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah, we probably need to get hundreds of them from the, for the whole building then. Uh, so that, How big is your building? Uh, well, it's three. Well, it's it's three floors of apartments. You own the basement. Them? No, it's a basement and three floors. We live in the basement, and then there are three floors above us. They rent. Well, I was going to say. I mean, if you, if you live in the basement, you don't own the building, right? Okay, so basically what will happen is if you get them for your apartment, you got to get one for each room. Okay. And if you do, if you do that, what it will probably do, uh, your neighbors may not be happy. I wouldn't <laughs> mention it, but it will probably chase them up into the other apartments. They won't, they'll leave you alone. Oh, well, I mean, we don't want our, our neighbors to have either, but, you know, if, I mean, if people... You got look can... out for number one, that's you guys. I, I mean, you know, if, if if they ask why don't you have them, then you can tell them about the device, and then maybe eventually everybody in the building will get them. Yes, but yes. You don't have any hamsters, right? Do you have any... Nope, no hamsters. Gerbils? Nope. <laughs> okay, then you're, you're fine. You just don't want a, a rodent for a pet if you're going to try to get rid of the... Unwanted no. Road, you know, rodents. No, we don't. We don't have any rodents for a pet. We just have a rat terrier. Okay, well, that's close enough. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I thought you might say that. Also, yeah, just get one for each room. Okay. Also, I have a question. I was trying to help someone to get their password into their e-reader because um, she's had several strokes and can't use her hands very well to push the keys anymore and so but she has she has some letters and then she has a number and has more letters so she had a number and then she had this letter right after that and so we figured it was it was interpreting the, the letter after that as part of the number. So we put a letter sign before the letter because she had called uh, Wichita as our regional place for the e-reader. I mean, not Wichita, Utah, I'm sorry. Utah is our regional place for the e-reader. And so we tried the letter sign, and that didn't work. And um, so... Uh, we don't quite know what to do about that. Normally with, with those things, it's like computer braille for passwords and email addresses. So it should be able to tell the numbers from the letters because your numbers would be lowercase and the letters would be in the upper part of the cell. Yeah, so you probably it should. shouldn't have to put in a letter sign, but... How many? Because we tried it, we tried it both ways, with and without a letter sign, and it still would not go. But like, and if it's a, if the numbers are two, if you use dot two three for the two, and then the e, it should know the difference if it's using computer braille to do it. Yeah. Well, we tried it with contracted and and computer and uncontracted and um, so far. And the guy at, at our state library tried it. But, of course, he tried it on the computer. He wasn't trying it with, with anything that's Braille. 
Well, it's definitely probably going to be in computer braille, like Jenny said. Yeah, probably. and so I, I, you know, so I set it to computer braille to do it, um, and it still doesn't, does not seem to. Well, because uh, if there's if there's capital letters, you know, you'd have to have dot seven with the letter. Yeah, but um, but we don't. She doesn't have any capital letters in it. Now, is there a... Well, that even makes it better, because then she doesn't have to worry about the dot seven. So she just got letters, then numbers, and then more letters. Mm-hmm. So it sounds easy enough. It's just a mm-hmm. matter of... Uh, unfortunately, sighted people can't probably see the screen so that they can you know, help her do it. Uh, that's, and is, is that the right password? Can you get in if you use it on a computer? Well, the guy from the state library got in on a computer with it, yes. Uh, well, then, then it's the way it's being typed in, unfortunately, it sounds like. It sounds like that may be the problem. Because if you yeah. can get in on one then you ought to be able to get in on both. Now, besides yourself, do you know anybody with Braille, pretty good Braille skills that could be competent enough to type in those letters, numbers, and letters again without the dot sevens and, I mean, the letter signs and all that kind of stuff? Um, There's nobody who would probably go over to where she is. And she can't, and you know, because she needs to have her Wi-Fi to make her Wi-Fi to make it work. Um, well, that's you know, true. She, yeah, that's true. If they could just get somebody to go over there, um, could I missed. Is she having trouble with getting connected to Wi-Fi? Is that what you're saying? No, she's not having trouble getting connected to Wi-Fi, although. That's not altogether true. Sometimes when we first bring it up, it says no internet, and then it then it connects after a few seconds. But um, but no, basically she's got she's got internet and uh, she's got her Wi-Fi. She's got her Wi-Fi and. Uh, oh, so, so it's just her password for Bard, right? Yes, it's just her. It just seems to be just her password. Um. And unfortunately, those devices will not let you, like, you know, and a lot of people, I can go in and work on their computer, but I couldn't go in and connect with their Braille display necessarily so that I could take it over and type it in for them. Yeah. And that sounds like if you could just find one person who is pretty good at that, but... My best advice to you for the time being is to keep it simple and stupid. In other words, don't complicate it with all those letter signs and all that stuff. Just type it in as it should be. If it's in computer Braille, then remember the uppercase letters are always going to be uppercase and the lowercase things that you type will be the computer braille 
Yeah. So. Well, they, they told us we shouldn't have to do it in computer Braille, but then somebody suggested we try uncontracted, and because um, I've tried it in computer Braille, and um, and it just doesn't. Um, and and we we put her bookshare password in, and it went in just fine. Well, they can also reset and send you another password from um, the library service. They can do that too. Yeah, um, and and so um, yeah, so that's kind they of what make that kind of. What's happened because it's not you know it's not that no passwords will go in for because I put her bookshare password in and it went in just fine. Right. So they can do it. They can simplify it or do whatever it takes and stay there with you on the phone until yeah. you get it in for. So we were, so they suggested that we unfortunately had I had a problem after we had lunch, but I uh, they suggested we plug it in well she had just you know it was fully charged when we started um, but plug it in and then maybe do it when it's plugged in because sometimes things may go in faster you know go in better and um, when it's plugged in um, so we were gonna try that but I had a whole problem after lunch and and she thought by then it was kind of getting late so I said well I'll talk to somebody on the coffee club about it and see if we can get any more ideas, and then uh, we'll try to go back later in the week or the first part of next week or something, whenever she's got time. I don't know. That, the odds of that happening with plugging it in later, that it'll be more powerful or whatever, is about as much as um, it's going to be 32 degrees here tomorrow and snowing. In other right, words, right. I'm not banking on that one, but they can make the the password easier, and you'll just have to relax and take your time. Yeah, and well, that's what I was what I was doing because I I just am somebody who kind of needs to take my time with stuff. So and make sure that they they give you a specialist there who a special what a specialist there who works with computers and works with these type of things and not somebody on the help desk just taking a wild guess well we tried to get a hold of michael harris himself but he um he didn't you know he wasn't able to get back to us so we talked to the two there's a marie there in in utah that i think there's like two or three people that specialize in the e-reader yeah, right. I see you need to get because they can probably tell you. That, and, so that, yeah, we and maybe some of our that. listeners can give us some input as yes. to right. So stay tuned for that too because. And this is apparently just a new e-reader. She's already one of her e-readers has already bitten the dust, and so uh, this was a new one, and and so she's kind of alarmed that it won't go into it. So we want it to work for and have that a good experience. Yes, absolutely. But just stay so, tuned here a little bit because somebody might right. come up with something better than than what we're telling you. All right, thank you. All right. Uh, real quick, Julie, um, yeah. if you go to Amazon.com and you type in 
bug fix. That's one word, B-U-G-F-I-X-X. -X. Uh, and then you put ultrasonic pest control. It'll take you right to it, and it's $27.99. You get eight of them. They got another one that didn't get nearly as good as ratings, and it's 25 But the one for 27 has 4.7 stars. I kind of, I guess, was wrong there, but it's 4.7 stars, and you get eight of them. Okay, and it's, it's bug fix with two X's? Yeah, B-U-G-F-I-X-X. And then ultrasonic pest control. Uh, ultrasonic pest control. Okay. Because they, they got you. other stuff, but this one, the one that I got, is twenty-seven ninety-nine, and you get eight of them. Okay, great. All right, we'll check that out. Thank you. And Ed, there ain't no ten, so nobody's going to get a ten. No, no, this yeah. is like four out of five. You well, know, like no, I'm just kidding seven you. stars out of five. Right, I'm yeah. just cool. kidding you. All right, thank you. Jeff's not here, so I'm the, I'm the scapegoat. Oh, <laughs> Jeff is not here today. Where's Jeff? He's in New York City. Oh, oh I hope he's doing something fun there. Julie, real quick, was she able to sign in on the old e-reader using that password? She had been when she had, yes. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we will see. Keep your hands to you. I was thinking, you can't, can you have like two of them, like maybe because the one was signed in still, maybe you couldn't sign in with the newer one. I'm not sure how that one, that device works, so. But it was just a, a, I don't think Bard cares about that so much. Yeah, well, so, it was just a passing thought. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the only always. Thing I you never know, right? Yeah, it's hard to tell. So maybe but somebody else will call in and let us know. Out and wouldn't do anything at all anymore. So. Yeah. I would say it would be worth having the library change her password just yeah. to see. Yeah. Because that might make the difference. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see what our listeners give us some feedback. Okay, thank you. So let's help Julie today. Joe is next. All right, Joe. Come on board. Do we have to unmute him? I just asked him. To oh. Ed, I think I'm still unmuted. I'm I'm working on it. Okay, thanks. Joe, you're still muted, buddy. Audio now unmuted. Okay, here we go. Here, here we are on. Thank you so much. Yeah, the Worldwide Legend Coffee Club here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's 58 degrees, clear skies, sunny skies, up to 80 tonight, low tonight, 58. Now, confession time on the Coffee Club. Actually, I was diagnosed type 2 diabetic in 1996. Now, my, my, my condition is unusual because the doctor says there's not enough insulin for my body, but I'm actually doing, doing, doing very well. So it, we, we, we take all, all of the meds and everything, and so um, 
we're actually good to go here at, at, at age 82. <laughs> Have you changed your diet in any way? Just just a tad, not not very much. I didn't I, I, I didn't have to change my diet that that much. I I I, I don't I don't have as much uh, desserts like 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 I used to do, but but, but um, just 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 a tad, and it's actually doing doing very very well. So, but it's, we still got to have. We still got to have our our donut at, at church every Sunday. Now we we take we take the paratransit ride over there, and they always when she sees us coming, Lisa, the two donuts are sitting right out there for us, and so we get there enough time before choir rehearsal. And then the great thing is, I I I read scriptures every Sunday. The interesting thing when we both of us joined the choir at first. What what I wanted in my heart was was something I would do every Sunday as far as announcing or as far as reading, because years ago in Minneapolis I was I was the radio announcer for First Covenant Church. So this is where my heart and my finally finally got it. So this is this is great. He when we get when we get the bulletin by way of email, I actually know what what scripture passage is going to be. So. I, I work on it here, and uh, it is it, it it is fun. I uh, I I like drama, voices, and all the stuff. So I cut up and I put I put drama when I read into the scriptures. Uh, unfortunately, we are not streaming our signal at the service, like, but I I think I think ultimately we we will be our, our church is growing. Plus, there will be other opportunities. I'm I'm, I'm waiting on something here. In, in in the publishing world it's low but uh, anyway so that's Joe I have a question for you when you were talking about your diet um, do you are you a uh, a pop drinker you know like soda oh yes oh yeah uh, not, what do you, not all what the time no what do you drink uh, I, I, I like I, I like coke okay have you ever tried uh, Coke Zero. No, because uh-uh. um, uh, uh, it has a little bit of a different taste. But after you drink it, you know, you just get yourself through. Because I drink all zero pop. I'm not diabetic or anything, but I still do the zero. You know, I can whatever pop I want. And once you acquire the taste for the zero. And then if you happen to go back to a regular, it's, it really tastes awfully sweet. So, you know, but the he's, zero has zero calories and stuff well, like that. He's right. It is good. All the zeros are good. Yes, they are. Have you tried Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream zero? Ooh, that sounds good. I didn't know they made oh, such a thing. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um I had gotten some. My wife does not like Dr. Pepper. And every time I open up a can of that, she goes, oh, that just smells so good. Because, you know, you can really smell the strawberry and stuff. And it is uh, really good. It's Dr. Pepper, strawberries, and cream. And they got that in regular diet and zero. I love it. I would prefer (laughs) zero. We'll have to try that. Yeah, I'll get you one when I go to the store next week. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Okay, I'm just like I'm up on deck here. Ellen on deck. Okay. No, good morning, everybody. And uh, Chris and Dave, it's nice to hear you guys. Um, Thank you. Since Jeff wasn't here, we thought we'd come in and help out. Oh, yeah. And that's cool. I just wanted to acknowledge that real quick. But uh, no, I'm not a diabetic, but um, I've learned a lot through helping Joe here. So, (laughs) anyways. Yeah, but um, we're doing pretty good around here. We're. We got a Bible study tonight um, at the church, so that'll be good. And aside from that, just kind of making it short because our cereal is getting cold. Cereal, oh yes, so, oh, we don't want you to miss your cereal. No, 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 no. or your coffee. Oh, right. No. Well, I got that ready too. Oh, oh no, we, yeah, we gotta do that here. We, it, just, it just wouldn't be a coffee club if we didn't have our coffee. I know that's, that's right. Exactly. Well, right. my coffee is my staple in the morning. I gotta have my coffee, or I'm just not functional. I know. I I'm right there with you, Ed. Yeah. Yep, but. coffee is the best, and that's why you're on the coffee club. See? Yeah, you got yeah, it. Of course. Nice. Well, good luck, Joe and Ellen, and keep hanging in there. If you want to jump back in, jump in. Yeah, and Gail is next. Gail, all right. Let's go to Sock Rapids, Minnesota. So, Gail, if you haven't already, unmute. I think I'm unmuted now. Yes, you are. Well, I had a birthday yesterday. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. And Tim, Radio Tim, you were wonderful with all that wonderful Disney stuff yesterday on your show. That was wonderful. Brought me back to when I used to take voice lessons when I was in high school. Grade school and high school. Um, Thank you. 39 and holding. (laughs) Ha ha. But anyway, um, my brother... And sister-in-law came over, and they brought a meal for me for lunch and birthday cake. So that was kind of neat. And I was, of course, listening to Tim while they when they came. So that that, and also Tim, thank you indirectly, accidentally for beep beep yesterday. <laughs> that made my day too. I had a good birthday. It was quiet, you know. I they came over and celebrated my birthday with me and um, I had a good meal and everything and the rest of my day was pretty much quiet as far as the diabetes thing with me it's a little bit this is a little different because it's with my platelet thing the whole thing and with the diabetes and everything it was like I walked into something knowing nothing about it it was like uh, and it's still hard for it still boggles my mind a little bit. And as all of you know, or most of you know, I have a PCA that helps me with the with the medications and stuff. So that helps. And some of it, you know, I've asked a bunch of questions too. She um, had a has a, her father is diabetic, and her mother was too, and she had it running in her family. So she learned a lot from that, and of course probably through the internet and a few other things. So she kind of knows what to do. And then, of course, like I said, we have to watch the platelet thing because that's what started the whole thing in the first place. I'm feeling really great now, but I go in to see my doctor for my platelets next month. And they're a little bit down, but it's nothing to worry about. And she can look, you know, and see if there's any 
thing related to that and let them know what's going on. So that's about the way things are going. And I'm getting better at the e-check-in, even though Wendy says I shouldn't use it because they don't call her. If I use the e-check-in for some reason, they don't call her to let her know about the appointments. And I don't understand that. So maybe someone can help me, you know, help me with that a little bit too, or at least give me something of an explanation. But otherwise, everything else is going fine. But I need a little mischief. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it. you can find it. <laughs> Either that or it'll find me. I'm not sure yeah, which. Yeah, it'll find you. But you I find used to be a PCA. You I, used to? Uh-huh. So how yep. was it? Um, the person that I was PCA for, she was uh, blind and in a wheelchair. So um, I used to... Uh, this going to sound dumb, I know, but I used to uh, like push her around from class to class when she would go to uh, Wright State. And when you sit, because like, I would have to just sit and wait while she was in class. And then that's when you realize like people that go to college, it doesn't necessarily help them any. They're still pretty dumb. <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my job, that. And I would um, like help her with laundry because... She was only, I think, four or five, and she couldn't reach into the bottom of the washer, and she didn't want to front load her. So I would, you know, like do her laundry, cook meals for her, and, you know, take her back and forth to school, take her to doctor's appointments and all that good stuff. I, I liked it, but then they upgraded their job, um, you know, uh, where you know and to, to qualify and i just i can't drive so i had to quit being a pca well, but i like it i like wendy she's good people most of the way but uh i think she's a little bit you know she has a few weak points but everyone has their weak points most of the way it, it's going pretty well it's just that there have been a few minor well, little struggles here and there well, the one thing I learned about being a PCA is you're not the boss. The person that you're working for is the boss. Well, that's the way it should be. We kind of we work together, but I I kind of try to keep my um, keep my sanity through everything else and and that kind of thing. And I've had I have two doctors. I have a regular doctor through medical group, and then I have this other, well, she's not really a doctor. She's a physician's assistant, and then I have the other doctor for the platelets, and it's it's kind of a weird, wild situation, and I, you know, other than that, I'm doing pretty well. They've been, they were, like I said, they were a little bit down, but um, she's watching things and I'm watching things, you know, we're seeing, and then I go to see them at the medical, at the um, uh, cancer center ne uh, next month, sometime next month, and then we'll see what we can do, what we need to do from there. But I'm feeling okay. Everything else is going well. At least I haven't had any falls or anything like that. Or So, you know, as long as I know what I'm doing, haha. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, Gail, and we're glad to hear it. Sounding good for you. Belated happy birthday. Thank you. And we're so glad for you. And we'll try to keep Tim in line for you. I um, hope you get the number, the request number squared away. Well, we hope so. We hope so. We're certainly when I heard try. that thing about e-voice not 
upgrading things for that long? My. Yeah, it's been over 20 years. Wow. <laughs> that is a wow. I don't understand how, how a company, how they could just leave it that way. They've developed a few mobile apps and, you know, things like that. But, you know, the mobile app is not for everybody. No, not everyone can do that. Never, not everyone wants to. Right. But anyway, uh, thanks a lot. And as I said, thanks a lot, Tim, for all that wonderful Disney stuff. The unbirthday thing and from Alice in Wonderland and all of that yeah. beautiful Bibbidi bobbidi boo, <laughs> all that Disney beautiful Disney stuff. It <laughs> was great. Yeah, Disney is going broke. Believe it or not, they have lost over a billion dollars um, in the last few, you know, a couple, three, four years or whatever. Um, so hopefully, they're gonna straighten themselves out but they're letting a lot of their classic franchises go like winnie the pooh and stuff like that and i don't like that i wish they would have kept a hold of those okay beth is up okay we'll do beth and then we'll do a break chris after beth audio now unmuted i believe i'm unmuted now yep we heard that and, audio unmuted yep awesome just like i hear it when joe does it. i'm so glad yeah. <laughs> it works out okay i'm feeling really good this morning because the last few days i've been able to assert myself with a couple of people and and everything else is going good i'm still doing my knitting and that's going well i started another afghan i always feel bad when i get done with an afghan because and I don't have another one to do and yet I I think I have to get some more yarn so I can make a bunch more afghans. I well I, I do have enough yarn to make hats. <laughs> I'm just praying that they'll all uh, all get sold eventually and, and I know that I have taken I, I have had our activities director here take some over to the cancer center and they were happy to get them so that really made me feel good I was hoping to have the, get the, some to the women's shelter too but they didn't they said they couldn't use them so she told me she brought both bags of hats over to the cancer center and I, I was just ecstatic when she did that how long does a hat take to turn around? Let's say I called you and bought one, and I wanted to donate it to our, we're having a big auction picnic or pizza um, party and thing, and I don't know, third week of October. How long does it take to get something like that? Um, I think I can get it there pretty quick, probably in a, 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 may, it might take three or four days. Because you know, one of my friends, she lives up north, and she said that she'd like a bunch of hats that she could donate for the, the, the to the clothing drive up there, and and, and she told me to tell her how many I'd like to sell her. That's the hard part. I, I told her that normally I'd rather she tell me how many she'd like to buy because I don't want to I, I don't want to go too far overboard. 
but I, I, you know, she and I were trying to figure out numbers. I said, would 50 hats be enough? And she said, or would that be too much? Or rather, I said, would that be too much? She said, no, that'd be perfect. I've got the money that I can send you for it. Worked out, um, worked out that I was able to send her the hats. She sent me a check, and it all worked out really well. That was back in 20, I think. Well, maybe giving you a call in just a little bit. We know how to communicate. Yeah. So, so yeah. things like that. That I know we can work that something like that out. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Anything else going on for you? Well, you know, my computer is getting a little better. I'm thinking now I have to be able to have someone. I, I keep forgetting to have someone help me to turn off that touchpad or whatever it is that's making things oh. jump all over the place. Well, I'm going to be a little busy this afternoon, but if you give me a call tomorrow, I think we can turn it off for you. Okay. And, and I'm just wondering, though, we do that. Will the people at our computer place still be able to do things remotely? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. So there's that doesn't yeah. have any one no. doesn't have anything to do with the other. Right. If they're sitting there on your computer and they want to hit the mouse, then it might be a little harder for them. But otherwise, no. Okay, no, what no, I can no. do with that is ask them if they can, when they're, if they want to turn on the touch pad or mouse pad or whatever pad, I can ask them to, if they are willing to turn it off right before they disconnect from my computer. Well, they won't even need to turn it on while they're doing that because they've got their own mouse pad to do the same thing. You know, so, you've got a point there, too. I didn't think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not thinking fast on my feet this morning. <laughs> so, no, but I'm okay otherwise. <laughs> but we'll fix you up. That sounds good. Now, when is a good time to call tomorrow? Because I don't want to call too Probably. early or well, too no, late. That's fine. Any time in the morning is fine. Okay. That sounds good. I just got to deal with getting the podcast and stuff up today. Well, I sure respect that. I respect you for doing that, too. And it's good so, to yeah. hear Chris and Dave today, too. It was good to, good to hear both of you this morning. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. You're welcome. And I hope your kitty cat's doing well. Oh, she's great. Awesome. <laughs> got to keep those kitty cats going. <laughs> yeah. And you realize now that you're on here that this is a pro kitty cat panel. Well, I am a pro kitty cat fan because I love cats. Yeah. Yeah. You get so. points for that. Yeah. Oh. You do. That's why you can stick around because you love cats. <laughs> now, people like Bill Levy who are kind of indifferent or not so much on cats. Poor Bill, he's in trouble. But, you know, I guess not everybody can go nuts over him, right? Isn't there a, I don't, I, I don't know if I really want to say a religion or belief, somewhere, some, there's like a group or religious group or whatever that think that cats are evil? Um, well, that could be. I think, I'm trying to think of what group that is, and I can't think of it right now. But yeah, which I think means, you're right. Which means if any of us up here wanted to become a cat, then I guess we'd be evil. <laughs> I know a lot of African Americans think they're evil because they think they can see into their soul somehow. Oh my. 
Well, everybody yeah. is believes it, it is it Hindu or I don't know something like that. All right. While we're doing all of this, we got a break real quick. Identify the station and play some of those unnamed and everyone that that everybody didn't like got played. played. Got played. So I think we can probably do that again and make everybody happy. But um, you know, that's what we're going to do right now and. Then we'll be back and take more calls and take those calls. You're listening to the Worldwide Legend with a million dollars worth of hits from the Steve Nomer Hey Baby Studio. Hey baby, we're playing your song. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. No, you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen caregiving is tougher than tough find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving a public service announcement brought to you by aarp and the ad council hi i'm danica patrick and proud aunt watching my nieces grow play and learn is amazing but not every child gets to be carefree one in six kids in the u.s are hungry one in six That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation. And it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college... 
learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. This is a recipe for just possibly the world's greatest radio station. You're listening to. There we go. We almost went off too early there on that recipe. Or I was falling asleep, one of the two. Anyway, we are back. Do we have any more callers, Chris? 253, Washington. All right, it could be Gina. It could be somebody else. But I think it's Gina. I can't imagine Gina up this early, though. But just unmute yourself and come on in, please. Hello. It's Gina. <laughs> You're like that, yeah. It's Gina. I, I, I'm, uh, I woke up and I thought, oh, I wonder if he's talked about the hymn player yet. <laughs> no, I'm not today because we we have too many other things going. But I've we'll be talking about that hymn player. So uh, I did mention once about that. I was having a little trouble with my earphone jack on the hymns player it playing my pillow speaker so mm. we'll have to bring on Dave maybe Dave will know why I might be having a problem with that it's not so good no. there was a podcast on um, the hymn player on mystic access and my husband gets their podcast and we tried to listen to it and um, Kim talks so fast that I couldn't, almost couldn't understand her, and it just really, I mean, I guess if somebody can talk that fast, well, that's their thing, but man, it really got on my nerves. I cannot listen to this. Well, you've got to slow it down and talk like you mean it, and act like you mean what you're saying, and say, you know, this is what it does here, this is why we're doing this feature, you know, let's talk all about this. So... Yeah, I... I he heard he heard part of it, and he thinks it's pretty. He thinks it's too complicated. I don't know if it is or not, but I would like a player that would do more than the Victor Two does. And from what I've heard of the Victor Three, I am not spending my money on that. Right. Well, it depends upon your idea of of complication. Jennifer has one too. Jan was in here earlier that you can you know you can talk on Zoom on it or you can play your very favorite radio stations and you know like all those Christian stations we talked about the other day yes <laughs> you you can listen to spirit or you can listen to K-Love or whatever you want to do so or you can listen to a podcast there's a lot of stuff you can find out through podcasts and 
complicated in the fact that you don't have to wait like you do on the Victor Stream 3. Well, I know yeah. we're all a little older and we, we've got more time, but it might as well be useful with what time you've got. Yeah. So, but I am very, very much. Um, Jenny, what do you have to say about it? I really like it. I mean, I, I think you can do so many things with it that it's very much worth it. Do you think it's too okay. complicated? I don't think it's really complicated. I mean, it's like anything else new that you get. There's things that you um, can, you know, that you need to learn about it. But if you need to, you can get the tutorials. And the lady that does tutorials for it does a very good job. And she goes through all of the... Applica- all of the applications that are on the original device when you get it. And she is not interrupted by anybody. She just takes her time and does it. She takes her time and does it, and she lets you hear what will happen if you do it. So that you could, I mean, if you were listening on your computer, for example, you could take the player and follow along with her and know if you did what you intended to do because you could match what she said it would say with what yours said. Actually, Bill, I got a question for you. Okay. Um, Because you were talking about having trouble with your pillow speaker. Mm -hmm. And Jenny has one also. Yeah. And hers works. Yeah. Did you ever try exchanging speakers? No. There was the (laughs) the one speaker that worked on Jenny's but didn't work on mine. So... We only have one speaker. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. So it works on Jenny's and not the not might mine be something so in your right. player. So I have to ask him about that. But you know, if I want to listen to Legend or want to do things, especially if you want to listen to ACB radio or and it be whatever you want to listen to, you can listen to it. Maybe I should get me a pillow speaker because I like to go to sleep to something and my wife does not. She likes it quiet. I got to have something. And so a lot of times I'll play, you know, Lady A down as low as I can get it, but it still manages to keep her awake. So um, maybe I should invest in a pillow speaker. Well, you know, as a general rule, I like to sleep quiet, too, but we listen to podcasts because as I've gotten older, my ears, I have such bad tinnitus in my ear that if I lay awake and don't listen to anything, it takes a lot longer to go to sleep. So we've started listening to podcasts together, and then it shuts off when it's over with, and you don't have to worry about setting timers or they have those in Bluetooth, right? So, like, I could yes, connect and I would recommend Bluetooth. Uh, but they do have those in Bluetooth. Yes, I'll have to maybe think about because that would be. And they're not that really expensive; thirty bucks or less. Ed. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, you just be able to get those in the library. Pillow speakers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's that right, and they had a volume on them too, which was nice. Yeah, do they work with an Amazon device though? You uh, can hook Bluetooth up to them. Yes, you could. They would, Jennifer. Oh, Bluetooth, I guess would. Yeah. Yeah, because you could pair it. So. Oh, 
And speaking of Amazon, really quick, and then pressure, you know, if you want to, then. But today is Amazon's big reveal day. So if anybody out there listening is possibly interested in seeing what kind of new uh, devices that Amazon will be coming out with, today's the day. I'm not sure what time it, um, their, their press conference is, but uh, so I just thought I'd throw that out there really quick. So, Gina, we will also do one for you. If I do one on the coffee club, I'll do a preview or enough so you'll know on the Monday show, too, so that you'll be able to make sure you can hear the demo of the um, hymns player, so you will hear it. And we have Bill. Okay. Okay, go ahead, Bell. Let's see if he's unmuted. Oh, there I am. There I am. I'm yeah, sorry. I had to come on. You, you scared me up a while ago. You know, you mentioned my name, so they brought me up out of the, out of the underground. Yeah, uh, usually but, probably wasn't very probably wasn't very good, was it? I don't remember what I even said. I don't remember what you said. Now you mentioned my name, and I said, "Oh, I got to get on here now for right. sure." Dang uh, it. I need... It's a little cool. It rained all day yesterday, and we had rain this morning, supposed to clear off this afternoon. Anyway, uh, not too much going on here. Uh, I was going to ask Ed a question. Uh, I know it's in his area. I've been down there, but I don't remember being called that. Do you, do you know where Hocking Hills is, Ed? Yeah. Okay. That's south of, southeast of Columbus, right? Yes. Okay, I've been in that area, but I never knew it was called Hawking Hills because there's a well, the, uh, WGN up here is advertising a contest to win, uh, I don't know, through three days or a trip or something to Hawking Hills. And they said where it was, and I said, wait a minute, never heard of Hawking Hills before. And I said, well, it's been years ago. I've been down in southeast Ohio, southeast of Columbus High and that, so... Yeah, they have a lot of cabins about. and stuff down there where, like, where you could rent and stuff like that. Right, that's what they say. They got rental rental cabins and waterfalls, which I've been in that area before, but I never knew that's been years ago, and it was called Hocking Hills. <laughs> maybe maybe they changed the name out later on. I have no idea, but, but uh, I just, I just when you're on here, I heard. That's a pretty popular place here in Ohio. You know, people will go and rent cabins and stuff like that just to kind of get away. Oh, okay. Alrighty. And I got your email about the thing on the 21st, Bill. Yeah. I was I was in Shipshawana last Friday. That's why I couldn't get on there. But, um, well, I had to get the contract signed before I would right, send right. out the I email. I just saw the email, so I'll be getting in touch with you. Yeah, we're... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay. Going to do that, and I think it's reasonably priced for everybody. Well, you can't you can't beat the price. I told I told Julia, you know, my daughter, I saw it and what the price was, and she said, "How much?" And I said, told her what it was. She said, "Well, you get one piece of what do you get one one slice of pizza and a piece of lettuce and a drink for that price." She said, "You can't you can't go to those places and do that for that price." <laughs> Because you know, but, you go, if you go to those, if you go to those places like that, they'll charge you fifteen, twenty dollars for you know the whole like this be like a buffet thing, all you can eat, you know. <laughs> okay. The problem is, Bill, you're going to get people who say you're charging too much, no matter what you do. <laughs> well, 
Well, they don't go out that often then because you can't go to a you can't go to a pizza place. I mean, you can't go to even where you go to a pizza parlor and go to their buffet line where they got these buffets like some of them do eating all you want. You can't do that for less than about fifteen dollars a person. And this even is 20, a buffet, depending yeah. what it is, right? And this is a buffet, so. Right, right. So Where's that at? He said, well, <laughs> yeah, 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 you need to come over to Indiana on that day and yeah. get all you want to eat. <laughs> hey, let's put it this way. My cousin, he, uh, he and his wife used to live in Dayton, and they would get in the car and they would go to Chicago just to get a pizza. Oh, well, that, that, that I wouldn't do. But now the well, pizza places either, are coming to them. Yeah, I mean, Luminati pizza is good in that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't drive that far to come right. get them. <laughs> it's good, but not that good. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's good to hear Chris and Dave on there this morning. Thank yeah. you. We used to drive an hour and a half to get catfish. Oh, well, I could see, I could see maybe an hour and a half to go somewhere because you know I drive. We'll leave my house and we'll drive at least. 30, 40 minutes to go, or a little farther to go to Culver's or something like that, which I did I mean, Monday. I went out to Culver's for lunch. But Little Rock had catfish, but we especially liked this catfish at another place. Right, right, right. I, I can see that, but I can't see driving from Dayton to Chicago to get a pizza. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was a little extreme uh, to me, too. But now, when I was, you know, you talk about your catfish. When I was in South Padre Island, Texas, oh, man, there was a place there. And everything was, you know, freshly caught. Oh, man, that was such a good place. <laughs> uh, I, had a, yeah. I had a great aunt lived in San, San Padre Island years and years ago. She'd been dead a long Beautiful time ago. She was, she, was in her, she was in her 70s when I knew her. So, I mean, but she lived in San, San Padre Island, right? Yeah, and all the houses that was back, there. That was back in the 40s and the 50s. Yeah. She lived there in the 40s and 50s, right? So. There you go. Well, I'll, let you, I'll let you guys go then. There's nothing really else going on. You know? All right, buddy. We'll be in touch. All right. I'll get in touch with you, Bill. All right. Okay. Who's next, Chris? Well, we have 818. I'm assuming it's probably Don. Don and Sandy, or at least Don. We'll get I just Don unmuted. To unmute. Okay, I think we're back unmuted here again. Yeah, you are. Yeah, well, we're uh, we're listening here. We wanted to uh, uh, say hello to the rest of the Kitty Cat Society here. Kitty Cat Society. <laughs> Friends of the Kitty Cat. Anyway, uh, Sandy, she had cats, and I had cats growing up. Mm. Oh, we're familiar with those furry critters. Yeah. They used to be at Sandy's place she lived at, remember? Yeah, yeah, there was one uh, yeah. little cat that she had there. He liked to look at us, keep an eye on us, and he wanted to make sure I was treating his mama right. <laughs> yeah. He used to watch us behind the chair. He'd be out at us. Yeah, it was like, like peekaboo back there. <laughs> Smart little cat. Yeah. Our furry anyway, critter's uh, upstairs asleep. She's a smart oh, there cat. There she is, huh? Yeah, I was just thinking, I'm, I'm sure there's some songs out there about uh, birds that we can do for the bird, too. Uh, <laughs> I've got a song for Chris and Dave's cat, and it's called Shy Girl. It's by the ah, Cascades. Yeah. It's That's called about right. Shy Girl. 
She doesn't like this song, Walking on Sunshine. Oh. No, but we're going to play. I bet not. We're going to play Shy Girl for you, yeah. Who has the cat upstairs? Is that Jenny or is that... Uh, Chris. Chris and Chris? Dave. Um, have you ever thought about buying a cat tree? We don't have... Yes, we used to have one a long, long, long time ago for our other cat, but we really don't have a place to put one. We've thought and thought and thought, and we just don't have a place. Well, I had one of my cat just absolutely loved that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, I think Sandy's dad, he was okay until he got up into his special uh, room. I guess it was a little cat tree of some kind, wasn't it, Sandy? He was wearing a scratching coat. Did he get up there and, boy, you didn't touch him when he was up there. That was Yeah, he'd scratch you if you did that. <laughs> <laughs> he was a friendly cat normally. Uh, He's a sweet kitty. She, she has two perches, but we just cannot figure out a place for a cat tree i just put mine right in front of the window and you know and i mean and it's weird because it seems like cats can tell time because almost every day there was this person that would walk by our house and they had one of those great danes and man summer she just did not like that dog whatsoever and you know but every day she'd be up in her tree at just a, the right time to watch for that dog to walk by with well i think the dog was walking the person not the person walking the dog but make sure the dog wasn't coming to her house i i guess so because man she'd sit there and she you know it's like well if you know it's going to be there stupid don't get up there and watch for it <laughs> but oh, did she growl at it did she growl at it she, she basically would hiss and then once in a while you'd hear a little you know, but not not that often. But she was quite the interesting cat. Well, Smokey, our black cat, he was. Uh, we had a dog that was. He lost his sight, and he Smokey, our black cat, was his guide kitty. He would watch over Chip, and he would if Chip got lost. Smokey would go out and meow at him to get him to go to the right house. And this big dog tried to attack him once. And Smokey, that dog was twice his size. And Smokey, he, he stared that dog down and hissed at him. And that dog took off down the street and... Smokey. Yeah, he was a little black cat. I don't think yeah, he was that big, was he? No, he was just a little kitty. Yeah, he didn't mess with Smokey's friends, that's for sure. But I'll tell you, they were so close. And when Chip passed away, Smokey knew it, and he grieved for that dog. Yeah. It was so sweet. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we better. We've got a few more callers. We want to get them in before the top of the hour. We've got Connie right next. But you okay. guys take well, care and have a good day. And I hear from you guys, Chris and Yeah. He is nice having them back. Because I've got a question for Dave and Chris. So wake up, Dave. I'm awake. All right. 
So I we'll take care Connie of Connie first, and we'll, we'll get Dave awake, and we'll see what he can tear up for me. <laughs> All right, Connie, come ahead. Just unmute. Kalamazoo Connie. Wait a minute. Hello. There we there go. She is. Um, <clears throat> I'm calling in because I was hoping to um, help Julie with the e-reader. Yeah, go right ahead. If she's still there, but if not, tell her and maybe she'll listen to the pod, you know, podcast part of it. But go ahead. What did you have some suggestions for, Connie? Um. Yeah. Um. If she goes on YouTube, there's um an e-reader um help, and it's I use I have the humanware, but if she types in the the kind that her friend has, it's how to it's it's a how to series, and she wants to look for how to import Bard login credentials. On that on that YouTube video, and it should give her directions. Okay, so she could import them, put them on maybe like a thumb drive or something, or a SD card, and then when it loads up, it will put those barred credentials on there. Correct. That's a good idea too. She can use them like in the in the the notes or not the notes the like a word document or you know t- credentials into um a word document or somehow but it gives it gives the directions on how to do it on that YouTube video and she is still here okay so, go ahead, Connie. Well, um, yeah, that's that's what she could do to maybe help her friend out. Oh, that that's good. That's another good idea for some people who just maybe don't have the coordination or can't get the password typed in. That is a good way to import that. You know, and that's something that somebody at the library could get up for and say something I'd be willing to help on, too. Well, I had issues doing it, and the... Someone from the library um, emailed me the information, and I put it on a thumb drive, and then I was able to plug the thumb drive into the spot where the thumb drive goes and they told they talked me through it and it got logged in so and you've stayed logged in so correct that's good but that's all I wanted to do and wanted to say nice hearing you back Chris and Dave thank you are you are you concerned about their cat am I concerned about their cat yeah what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I like kitties. 
Yeah, well, then then you're a positive. So yeah, that works. You're you like their little cat? Their yeah. little cat's name is Sunshine. I think I all of us are on Team Cat. Yeah, Connie, thank you so much for the for the information. You're and welcome. As far as cats knowing your soul, what's in your soul? In the book about doing the library, cat. That's them. a good book. That is an awesome book. At one point, the author said that if she even thought the word bath, the cat would have a bad reaction to it. <laughs> she didn't. If she said it, it was worse. But she, if she even thought it, so you know, it's hard to tell. They might. Uh, but um, there's a couple other little books too about Dewey besides the main book. They got like a little couple, a couple little. I think one of them's even considered a book shot. Um, like I think one's called Dewey's Christmas or something like that, and it was all about that. Oh, so. well, see, I lived up near there. He was gone, I think, by the time I got there. But uh, but Virginia uh, knew Dewey well, and so. Um, she was so impressed because I read Dewey the Library Cat on Bookshare before she got a hold of the book, but she got a book signed by the author. Um, so she knew the librarian there, and so she got a book signed by her. And, if, and, you, if you Google Dewey the Library Cat, you can also uh, probably even find some video of Dewey. You know, like news stories, like where um, like some of the news people would go there to where Dewey was, and they would have video of Dewey and stuff. So if you're cool. really into it, you can Google that. That, that. that is cool, yeah. And um, so, and as far as Dr. Pepper... This is not going to help people who have diabetes probably very much. But there is a Dr. Pepper float ice cream. Mm. And Ralph doesn't like Dr. Pepper to drink it, but he likes that ice cream. I think the ice cream has enough vanilla. And, you know, we we sometimes have put berries in it and peaches in it, and it's good. And I, I've got a friend who loves Dr. Pepper, and she just couldn't imagine that with fruit in it. But it is. But the ice cream has enough vanilla that fruit is really good in it. Dr. Pepper used to have one years ago. It was called Dr. Pepper Berries and Cream, and that was so good. And then they, you know, took it away, just like all the good things. They take them away and leave the not-so-good ones behind, but, you know, still out. But they used to have a Dr. Pepper Berries and Cream, and it was uh, really good, too. Well, now the, but now the cherry vanilla and the cherry Dr. Pepper... I don't think they taste that much different than the Dr. Pepper itself. You really can't hardly notice it. But the strawberries and cream, my sister had told me about that. And there's a cream soda one, too. Yep. And there's a place where you can go, and I, I, I can't remember if it's Burger King or I know it's not Wendy's, I don't think. Uh, it's Burger King or something like that. You can uh, kind of mix and match pops. You can get like a peach Sprite. You know, they got, like, all different kinds of variations there. I wish I could remember. I don't know if it's Burger King or if Burger King has that or not. It seems like we've been to a place, though, uh, that has it. Now, Good Sense has one of those kinds of machines. Yeah, I love Peach Spray, but um, I can't remember where it was, but I used to go there all the time, and I'd get, like, Peach Dr. Pepper and Peach, you know, Sprite. You know, they would, you know, where you could... Kind of like mix and match them and stuff. So that was interesting. Oh, wow. That is cool. That's wonderful. I think yeah. next week, Julie, we're going to talk about diets and successful diets. 
Because you know, everybody has a million different diets and ways they hope or they plan to lose weight. And I don't know an easy way to do it yet. But yeah, I I don't think I've ever been on a diet per se. Um, I don't I don't eat very much anymore, and. I mean, I enjoy food, and sometimes I really enjoy it, but I don't think I've been, I don't think I've been terribly interested in eating since Virginia died. Wow. Do you, do you don't eat like Dave Rickard, like three or four plates of food? Oh, no, I can't, I can't do that anymore. I can't, I can't eat food like that anymore. And basically we, well, we basically eat, you know, two meals a day. I eat some breakfast and then we might have a snack in the afternoon and then eat supper. My eating isn't probably a good thing because Ralph's a late night person and I really shouldn't be eating late at night. But yeah, so I'm pretty careful about how much and what I do eat then um, if we've got to do that. So um, that's just kind of how that goes. So one thing about Dave, he eats his lunch, your big meal at the middle of the day, right, Dave? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> you eat your big wallop, but you're not as good as you used to, though. Are no, you? I don't. I don't eat as much as I used to. No, you, you, you. But, but it's a good idea, they say, to eat your main meal in the middle of the day like that instead of waiting until nighttime. My problem with meals is, you know, because my wife, she'll take her time. Me. Like with the past jobs that I've had, I've had to eat quick. Yeah, I know and, what you mean there. Ed. And I still do that. Yeah. They say the slower you can eat, the that you'll get full faster. I don't know if that's true either, but I've always heard that. Oh, I eat like it straight ahead, right in front of me. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I dive, man. I'm in there. I just dive right in and... And I don't come out until it's gone. <laughs> they say that it takes 20 minutes for your stomach to register that you're full. I don't know if that's true. Some, well, sometimes we forget to drink something with a meal, and I don't think that's good for you. Ooh, i got to have something to drink. You do. Now, when you eat, do you eat, like, a little bit of everything, or do you eat, like, one thing, eat another? Like, if you have, like, a three-course meal, you know, like, fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and peas, that's what I had for supper last night. So do you eat, like, your potatoes first, then you eat your peas, and then you eat your chicken, or do you just, eat, you know, like, take a bite of chicken and bite of potatoes? And... I eat everything. I eat anything and everything, right? They mix it all up. How'd you fry your chicken, Ed? Um, actually, um, my wife is not a real big fan on air fry, although she does like the Ninja Speedy um, when I do that. But uh, she wanted some gravy, and that is one thing I am really bad at. I can't make gravy worth diddly. And it either comes out too floury, too milky, or you know, I, I just can't seem to get the right consistency. But And maybe... Uh, Wednesdays, I'll get it. But last night, she wanted gravy, so I actually fried the chicken, which is usually kind of unusual for me because I like to air fry. I actually have a recipe for um, chicken gravy. 
Well, that's what I tried making, and it wound up being chicken flour paste. You know, so almost maybe, like oh. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that one one day soon. Yeah, we like chicken. Um, now, the other day, we did put together those chicken legs, and they were good. Just got some chicken legs at the store and put them in the air fryer, and they come out pretty good. Jenny floured them. Get some of that chicken, chicken, Bill. Do you like a little spice in your food? Yeah. There's a there's a uh, uh, a seasoning. It's made by Weber, and it's called Kickin' Chicken. And it's not it's not like oh my gosh, if you eat it, you know, it's not like ghost pepper. I mean, it's not hot, hot, hot. But it is. It adds a little spice, but it is really good. My wife didn't like it. Her face when she took a bite of her chicken turned three shades of red. So <laughs> I don't put kicking chicken on hers, but I do on mine. So you can put that on there. It's just the flour and, you know, the air fryer. Now, Chris said about 20 minutes, and I did 22 minutes in there, and I cooked it at 400. And it was, that chicken was tender, and it was good. It well, really depends on. partly on how big your chicken legs are. Some of them are bigger than others. Well, or, no, that's true, too. I'll tell you, and this is kind of cheating, but I would recommend it, especially, you know, if you're not able to see, and that is to go out and buy one of those smart thermometers that you use an app for, and then you just insert it into your meat and put it in the air fryer, and then... Like chicken legs, you can let get up to 180 degrees. Breasts, you don't want to get any higher than 165. So I actually like my dark meat at about 165, too, so that it doesn't dry out. But you can get even just an instant read talking helps. But we have the meter, and that's an iPhone one. And you can, yeah. oh, go ahead. You can buy one. Do you have one, Ed? I don't have the smart. I have, it's called a lightning uh, thermometer, and you can stick it in your meat, and it will tell you the temperature of the meat within, like, one to two seconds. And that's what I use whenever I grill or whatever. I use that one. But, uh, yeah, that that does that. There's a good place. If you like cooking, it's called, what is it, blindgrilling.com. And they specialize in recipes and equipment and all kinds of things about people who like to cook. And well, they probably would not recommend ninja smokers or anything, but because um, those are pretty much a visual thing. I wish that ninja would come out with dials and stuff like that more because they have such good products, and that's a shame. So if you want to put that in your quiver, it's called blindcooking.com, and... You can get an app for it for your iPhone and just look for it. It's free and you can get all kinds of things. So if hey, if anybody can help me cook better than I did last night, that roast was pitiful. It wasn't that bad. I don't know what you wanted it to do. It, it tasted good and it was done. Yeah. Sometimes was it, when you... was it tender? I thought Fair. it was tender. I had to cut it with a... Uh, I mean, the, the carrots oh. were a little crunchy, but I don't even mind that sometimes. How long did you let it cook for? Four hours. 
In a oh, cooker? you use slow cook. You can't. It's really hard to get carrots done on slow cook unless you do them all day. Well, see, normally yeah, I would have used pressure. I would have pressured them for one hour, two hours, and it no. You could put it on slow cook, but you could pressure it first for like. 10 minutes to give your carrots a start and that gives everything a start and then switch it to slow cook well, you could, no, you but could do I that. don't normally cook that way you know that I I have it up on the net and doing whatever but I was trying to get it going quick and that's what Ira said that's what they could do So the yeah. one thing I've noticed between slow cooking and pressure cooking is like when I make homemade chili, for example, I use dry beans, you know, and then I soak them the night before, and then I put them in the, you know, pressure cooker whenever I cook. Now I've slow cooked too, and I've slow cooked that chili for eight hours, and it seemed like all those beans did not get quite done. But if I pressure cooker them for about 50 minutes and then let it, um, oh, the steam release on its own, then um, the beans are, are always done. I don't know. It just seems that way. So they are. Right? They are. Yeah. Bill, you were going to ask Dave something? Cause, well, yeah, what was I, I going to ask Dave? If I, Oh, Dave, on this earphone jack on the hymns, why would Jenny's work and mine not work? And the units seem to work similar. Mine, and it, it barely works on mine. It don't I mean, work so really well it. on hers. It's weaker than one of Sandy's kittens. Does it, is, is there a is there a separate con, uh, way to adjust the volume on the on the hymns? On the well, there's the a player. master volume and output volume, and then there's an in, you know for the for the speech. That's the only two I saw. Right. Yeah, because what I'm thinking is that speaker might be the wrong impedance because, you know, it's not not a match for... But it um, didn't do very well with my hymns mini either. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It it was weaker uh, than... It was weaker in sunshine. Now, you don't have to put a battery in that, do you? Yes. Yeah. Well... And I put two batteries in it. Have have you tried other headsets in there or anything? No, because that's the only one I've got, really. Well, I yeah. think there's probably a, the earbuds or whatever that come with it. We could try that in there. No, I would think that there was a batteries in that. There ought to be a control in that speaker. Well, there is a volume knob on it, and there's some other little button that does something, but... And I had, to get it to work at all, there's like two switches on it, and I had to have one off and one on for it to even work at all. Now, one thing I thought of is if you um, if you were listening to it on its own speaker and you plug something in the headphone jack, the volume setting may change. It might be different for the headphones. That, that's what I was getting at. Well, that's a, a good idea. Too. And the only way I could get it to work at all was to turn the unit off and plug the headphone into it and then turn it back on. If I tried plugging it in when it was already on, But these are pretty all. good pillow speakers. I think from C-Crane they have a real high, you know, reputation. But who knows? But I'm going to 
look at that but could I be putting batteries in wrong I took the two triple A's and you know the flat thing I put that against the, the little terminals you know each one yeah the the flat side of the ba- the flat end of the battery goes to the springs right and and the you know the point goes to the to the other the other end goes to the contacts so that so, would be right unless the batteries aren't any good well they were brand new <laughs> well, well once in a while that <laughs> happens where you get a bad, bad set of batteries um, so tim how would you set the volume then I would just try turning it up from the unit, from the hymns, from the player. Once you plug something into it, but yeah. you might have already done that. I don't know. I've tried but, that, but yeah. I, I'll work on that later this afternoon. We have one other project we're working on that's kind of big right now. It's called eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five, where you can make requests on Tim's show once. I get e-voice on track and see why. Why, of course, they'll say it's not their fault. But oh, it's never their fault. Yeah. So I think you know that that is one thing. So all we yep. got to do, we have somebody with a raised hand. Five oh one. Five oh one. We do have one. Did you? I did. All right. If you guys want to unmute, here you come. Hello, everybody. Good morning. There she is, Sharon. That's right. Yes, I've been listening. But I just had one question to ask. And today is supposed to be 87 here today. And thunderstorms in Little Rock. And hi, Chris and Dave. I'm glad you're back. I've well, enjoyed everybody else. <laughs> thank you. It's just today. We thought we'd come help out because Jeff isn't here, and we weren't going anywhere today. So, But I'm well, still glad to hear your voice. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you something, Bill. Like, I have the set headsets, and I put them on to um, be on Zoom. So I have to be on Zoom Thursday and Friday. But when I take them off, I can hear them talking, but they say they can't hear me. So, uh, and the guy says he unmutes me, but they still don't hear me. So, uh, is it going to be where I have to always wear the headset in order for them to hear me? Well... If you're using headset, you want to have it on so that they can hear you because you're using, it's probably a USB headset you've got where you plug into the computer and you've got that card. Tim's more of an expert than I am with this, but you've got a USB card that you're using and that's what drives your sound from Zoom and that's what makes them be able to hear you and you could hear them. So your Zoom has to be set up correctly. Tim, am I correct so far? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there are settings in Zoom. Usually it does a pretty good job of setting itself, but not always. (laughs) Not always, no. But that has to be set up correctly, Sharon, so you can, uh, they can hear you and you can hear them. 
Because okay, I can hear them, but they can't hear me if I don't have the headset on. And I didn't want to click on the app and go in there and fool around if I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I do that okay, every day. This is a dumb question. Is your microphone in your headset, or do you have a separate microphone? Well, I do have a separate one that does sit on the table like a pencil, but I, and I do have the regular headset. So I've been put, plugging the headset in and um, making sure the microphone is on. And uh, my caregiver made sure the microphone was on yesterday, but they they couldn't hear me, but I could hear them. Well, you want to make sure it's set exclusively to your new microphone with the headset, you know. You want to make sure it's set up for that, and then they'll be able to hear you, and you can hear them. Sometimes I get tired of sitting there, and I just like to walk or move around. I don't like to sit with the headset on my head too long. I don't know why, but... Well, I suppose you, you, know. could, you could make the sound come out through your computer right tim she could do that and then she yeah. could have her microphone going out over her headset you know or so she yeah, could I do that think that's in audio settings yeah okay if you audio settings their, yeah right. she uh -huh. give you choices of what speakers you're using or what microphone you're using it you have to tab through it like right. I think speaker is first right. and then okay. microphone. I know, okay. on, I know on my Google, for example, my Google phone, like if I do stuff like that, I got to go under connected devices and then go under that device that's yeah. connected and there's some settings in there. Too. Well, thank goodness it's a little simpler under um, Zoom. Okay. You know, it's about time. It's about time All that right. we play. Thank you so thank much. Y'all have a blessed day. You too. Okay. Uh, it's about time, Chris. We did your. The, we almost ran this earlier. It's the earthquake cake, correct? Earthquake cake, earthquake cake, and it was quite the hit. I'm gonna say we you were quite the hit today, you and Dave. People liked having you back for a day, so thank you again so much. And we were glad to have you, and I know you guys What did were... that register on the Richter scale? Well, well, uh, quite a bit, based on the craters that were in it. <laughs> yeah. But we'll play this, and Radio Tim will be up, and I'll be off trying to get eVoice working with the request. Because if I don't, Tim's going to come here to Florida and work me over. So we shall well. see. <laughs> He'll wait till at least Friday, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for calling in. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chris and Dave. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Ed. And thanks, Radio Tim. So thank you. This is a recipe for earthquake cake, and we had this at a gathering a few weeks ago, and boy, did it ever go over well. Um, one package of chocolate cake mix plus ingredients called for on the box, which is going to be eggs, oil, and water. And I used a triple chocolate cake mix. You can use any kind of chocolate you want. One cup of sweetened shredded coconut, 
one half to one cup of chopped pecans, one eight ounce package of cream cheese softened, one half cup of butter or margarine melted, and that would be one stick, two and a half cups of powdered sugar, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, one fourth teaspoon salt, two cups of semi-sweet chocolate chips. Now, you know, you could use peanut butter if you wanted, peanut butter chips, <clears throat> but I use chocolate. Preheat oven to 350 degrees and grease a 9 by 13 pan with cooking or, I mean, shortening or spray with cooking spray. Prepare cake mix batter according to directions and set it aside. <clears throat> Sprinkle your coconut and pecans onto the bottom of the greased pan. Then spread the cake mix over the top and set that aside for a minute. In a large bowl, combine cream cheese, melted butter, powdered sugar, and vanilla, and mix that. Uh, I beat it with a beater. You beat it until it's combined, which takes about two minutes. Dollop the mixture over the cake mix and spread out. Sprinkle the chocolate chips on top and bake for about 50 minutes or until center is set. Now this is going to form craters and all kinds of things. It's supposed to look like an earthquake hit it. And that's the recipe for earthquake cake.